Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Sarah and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast Alongside Me Just Like Every Single Week is Manager Jacob and Jacob, what are you eating or drinking this week? Sarah, it's, it's a huge day. Huge day. It's a huge day. It is my first, it's June something and it's my <laughs> first something. iced coffee of the year. Wait, I'm sorry, back up. Your first one? Yeah, I've been drinking hot it's been coffee. Nice, it's been nice and warm for like two and a half weeks I at know, least. I know, I know. It's like, I don't know if it's time I was fighting change and I just wasn't <laughs> ready for it. But today I said, you know what? Wow. It's warm and I want a little ice, I want a little coffee. Give me a little boost of caffeine. Mm-hmm. I was feeling a little sleepy before this. So mm-hmm. I said, let me grab an iced coffee. And here we are. And That's what's, what I'm drinking. what's your iced coffee order? Okay. <laughs> I, oh, oh, my God. I lied. It's not my first today. It was my first yesterday. <laughs> okay. okay. It's like within a 24-hour difference. It's fine. Uh, actually, yesterday, I just went for a cold brew. just went cold brew yesterday. Black. I never know the difference between any of it. Yeah, I don't either, really. Yeah. But there was just no sugary syrup or anything like that. Okay. And no milk of any kind mm-hmm. in it yesterday. Today, it's from a fast food joint and <laughs> it is a sugary and milk milky and sugary drink <laughs> do you get it made with milk then is it a cream because it comes with just cream yeah it's one of the places where like you go and you say give me an iced coffee and you kind of just get what you get <laughs> that's a lot of cream that you're consuming then yeah so oh, interesting. It, i don't know what ha- happens with cream do you pass out by the end of the episode maybe I don't right, know. who knows we're gonna figure it out though <laughs> what are you eating or drinking this uh this week? um something that apparently disgusts you because when we were just talking about before the episode started i'm back on my tuna melt grind um is, 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 it, is it a grind. Grind? It's a grind. <laughs> grind i don't know if it's a grind <laughs> but you know i go through eras of like food and snacks that I specifically get obsessed with. I went through an avocado toast era. Like I go through like whatever my snack is that I make at home. And right now it's tuna melts again. I, if you remember about a year ago, people watched the vlogs. I was obsessed with tuna melts to the point where people are like, how do you make yours? Okay. I'm like, it's not that hard. This sure. I'll share it. This is the question that I have. What is it? Is it cheese and tuna? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Granted, no, I don't like, like the fact that I even like tuna is shocking. It's just that it doesn't like taste like anything. It's, it basically takes on the flavor of like whatever you put I in would it. So it tastes but okay. Okay, I in tuna in a can. I think kind of just takes on the flavor of mayo, which is just what I put a lot of. So what I do uh. is you take a bowl, take the can of tuna. You can also get shredded chicken. 
It's like pre-shredded chicken oh, at Costco and I buy that as well. It's like the same idea as tuna, but it's chicken instead. Yeah, so that's okay. actually what I've been using recently. And then I put in mayo and a little bit of spicy mayo, you know, mix it all together. And then um, I've toasted the bread and I've preheated the oven and then I put on the bread and then I put cheese on top. And then I put it in the oven and then it melts the cheese. It's open face. It's open face. Right. Okay. This is what I forgot. It's open, it's open face. face. You don't have to do it open face. So like I've done it before where it's like I do it on bagels and you make like a sandwich out of it and stuff like that. But it's a really easy and inexpensive like late night. I don't get home from recording the pod until like 830 and I don't want to make a full dinner. It's like a really easy snack. Okay. You know what? I'm going to take back my kind of my giggle. I'm going to say that is a grind. That's a good grind to be on. I yeah, it's good. It's like a full experience, but it's delicious. And I mean, you can never go wrong with just a sandwich. Maybe I I'll try sandwiches. one of those chicken ones though. The chicken ones are good. I promise you. And that's like how actually I started. Like I grew up eating the chicken ones because I was convinced I didn't like tuna. Yeah, do you and like I, a little hot sauce or something on top? Yeah, 100%. You can do whatever you want. Some people put celery or like, or like, I don't know, pickles, like all these things. Yeah, You know what? I'm in. I'm in. Try the chicken one though, just (laughs) not in on the tuna. Not in on the tuna. Sarah, what are we (laughs) watching or reading this week? Um, I had a very emotional week because I finished Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Granted, they haven't said that it's the finale or the series finale, which it's no spoilers. Don't worry. But if you watch the final episode... Which you only watched season one, so yes. whatever. Um, the final episode very much just sets everything up for spinoffs. There's I, like I, there's heard... like three or four different spinoffs they could do. To the point though, where I think it's screwed with the integrity of the show a little bit like because they were just building it for spinoffs. You mean? Well, not like the entire show, but like like Ted's story's done. Like Jason Sudeikis is clearly leaving, and that's what's the end of that. But they right. built they like have the potential for spinoffs with Roy and Keeley or and Jamie Tart and like are with um Rebecca. Like they have all these opportunities for or with just the soccer club in general, which is great. I'd love more content. But the thing is, you don't get that satisfaction of like everything being tied off with a bow at the end of the season which is what we kind of expected. So when like you've been building storylines up for a whole season or for two seasons or three, and then you don't get the satisfaction of like that payoff of something happening at the end, you feel like, you know, okay. you just like left I hanging un- a I little bit. I understand that. Yeah. Cause a previous episode I mentioned succession made in last episode, yeah. the episode before that, but it was the exact opposite where everything was kind See, of See, but that's because up. it's clearly coming to like a proper end. Yes. I think their yeah. mistake was saying this story is finished. Meaning Ted's story is done this is Apple. Like, so I saw everyone tweeting like, Oh, I'm all done with Ted Lasso. Guess I can cancel Apple TV plus. <laughs> like I, they don't want that to happen. So you can tell that it's being set up for spinoffs, but I, I liked this series finale. They had a bunch of callbacks. And I mean, like I love Jason today cause he's my celebrity crush. So like, we'll always like watch that show and like love it. But I, I was a little disappointed with parts. of okay, it. Okay. That's too bad. Cause I remember I watched the first season and actually, the first season's the I best cry season. I a lot at, at TV. Oh, I, I bawled like, oh, okay. I also season. bawled like a baby at the finale. And this is me saying it wasn't that great of a finale. I just mean for Ted Lasso's standards. Yeah. And I still bawled my eyes out. There's this one moment. And like, if you watch the finale, you know, when like all the teammates are like, they have this little thing and then they're putting it together. I just started like hysterically crying. Okay. It was like I was on the team. But anyways, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a chance. what are you watching? I'm actually reading. And you know what? One of your 10 books <laughs> off of your nightstand or what? What page are you on? It's 67? Worse. It's worse. You started worse. a new one? I bought a new book, but I haven't started it yet. I haven't cracked the spine because I just received are it. Are you a spine cracker? What does that mean? Sorry. No, I just meant that figure. Oh, because like some people actually are like they crack the spine of a book when they get it because no, it makes it easier to like I, 
read. I I've guess. heard about that too. I don't really do that. I think okay. Anyways, that was a sidebar. What books did you buy? Okay, I might have even mentioned it on the podcast several weeks ago, but it was out of stock. I couldn't find it anywhere. It's Rick Rubin's book. Yes, you the creative about act, this. a way of being. So I'm super excited. I have been looking for a book for the trip that I'm going to be on. It, oh, when this yeah. is coming out, I'm going You're to be on You're fully the trip. in Italy, I think. I've probably read is... one chapter of this book and <laughs> shut it and I'll pick it up a year from now. Uh, but I'm excited for this one because apparently it's written in like, you know, relatively digestible shorter chapters, which mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, on a train ride, let's get one, bang out a chapter, on mm-hmm. the beach, bang out a chapter. Okay, good. Anyway. So you should actually just, be, your goal should be to finish it. <laughs> You're like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Oh my God. But it's, it's on the list. So now we have 11 books that are, are tapped into. What we do know will happen is you'll be listening to a lot of good music while you're laying on the beach or you're on your train, planes and automobiles. And what are you listening to this week to get ready for your trip that you leave for? Yes. Okay. So I'm trying to design like good design. playlists. <laughs> design. <laughs> the art form that it is. Got it. Okay. It is down to an art form. But you know what? What I'm working on right now is like the more chill playlist for like the of kind course. of calmer moments. Of not course. everything has to be hype up like my songs of the summer playlist that you can check out on Spotify. <laughs> uh, but I've listened to a lot of O.C. Elliott. It's his band. I think it's a husband and wife. As, okay. as like super fans will know, I drive a Honda CRV. <laughs> and <As> super fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. And this husband and wife combo. Also drive a Honda CRV? A like really what? old one. They do oh, like okay. CRV sessions that are actually like really nice. They have amazing harmonies. They're really oh, that's like actually calming. Very cute. It's like acoustic guitar and the two of them just like playing nice. If you're, if you're looking for like a, a nice wholesome moment and calming like acoustic guitar music, you might like it. Uh, go listen to O.C. Elliott. Check out their covers on YouTube. And then also they just have like a ton of great albums. And I think they may be touring right now as Amazing. well. Amazing. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm in my Sam Hunt summer. I'm pl- listening to all of his old albums. He's just the perfect summer artist to listen to. Yeah. He great. is just, I don't even know how to explain it. He's just the perfect summer artist to listen to. And I'm like still obsessed with Outskirts, which is a song I've been obsessed with for like two months since when I went to Nashville. And I'm seeing him in July at Budweiser Stage. It'll be my first time seeing him in concert, actually, so I'm very excited. So it's just a Sam Hunt summer over here. Are you still singing the Haley? Yeah, and we're making Haley a shirt that says (laughs) Haley from Toronto. So our associate producer, Izzy, actually had this great idea that uh, because apparently we're both so old and wise and we have our lives together, we have everything going for us, apparently. Um, Izzy had the idea that we do a dear 20-year-old me, like a little things that we wish that we knew when we were like going into our 20s, things we wish we knew when we were a young person. You'd almost say like a self-heiress tour. Yes. A self-heiress tour is the perfect way to describe it. And just things we've learned and things that we wish we knew because we get so, so, so many questions about how daunting it is being like early 20s and this and that and what to do. And so apparently we're old and wise enough to um, give you that advice. But I also said to Izzy when we were joking about or uh, setting it up as being people with our lives together. I was like, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, Not a fact. Not a fact. Um, so <laughs> what we're going to start with is each going back and forth on things we wish we knew, and then we'll just see where it goes from there. So Jacob, what is something you wish you knew or did when you were a wee lad? Ooh, okay. I've, I've written down a couple of different things, but I think the main one, first of all, that stands out 
when we've touched on it a little bit in the podcast before of like a God complex or <laughs> yeah. like thinking it's maybe this is a good place to start off of how we introduce this, but thinking that you kind of have it all figured out. Um, I think one of the biggest lessons that I probably wish I learned earlier um, and, and I think people could probably benefit from even just like thinking about this a little bit is being open to the fact that you could be wrong and mm -hmm. that could be like on a very large scale uh, if you're having, say, like a really big argument with someone about like some big life changing thing mm -hmm. or a very small scale of like maybe your views on some small little topic could be even a reality show or like maybe not something that you should have such a hard line, line drawn about. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I think it's um, the big, it's like the classic, you're, you think you like when you're 19 and you think you know everything or you think you're so old and mature. Like I remember like even graduating university at 22, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I have my stuff together. I know like, and I even just looking back at photos of myself then and I look and go, oh my God, like you were so young. Like you would just like, you had no idea. And I know that's how like everyone lives their life and everyone looks back and thinks the same things and parents do and this and that, whatever. But it's funny how even a few years difference, you can look back and be like, you actually knew nothing. <laughs> Not nothing, but nothing that was coming at yeah. you. You had no idea the extent of what was going to happen. And I think the other side of that is just like, essentially the, the tip being like have the perspective that you could learn something new mm -hmm. in any situation. But I also think that's not, I, I think the issue though there is more rooted in the like, like idea that we put pressure on young people to know what they want to do and to actually have that assurance. Sure. So I actually think it's a bigger issue than just like, it's not just young people being like, I know everything, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to this school. I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Like they've been taught to do that. Like you start getting asked what you want to be when you grow up, when you're a child. And that's like the first thing people ask kids. And then from there, you're supposed to figure out like what's program you want to go into to get what job you want. And like, that is such a daunting task to have like at 16, 17 years old. And this is coming from someone that like was very sure of what she wanted to do. So I can't yeah. even imagine people that are like a little unsure. Um, and granted, I was sure of what I wanted to do. And I want to do different things now. So like it's yeah. always going to change. But I think part of that complex comes from constantly having the expectation of knowing what you have to do, which you don't at all. You can go to school to be a nurse and then go, I hate needles. And then go and I don't know, like become a car, like somebody and else. I, I think it's fantastic if you, if you are someone that does know what they want to do for a career or if you want to get married and have kids and mm -hmm. buy a house in the suburbs and kind of check boxes off your whole life. If mm -hmm. you are, if you are passionate about that, by all means have do it. it. But I think like the majority of people, at least in some part of their life are going to change their mind about something and change well, their, their path sometimes. Well, that's like, it's the whole idea that life is long. Like for majority of people, life is long and it's, it's not like everyone life is short. You gotta do this. this like it's no, like life is yeah, the I longest always, thing you will ever do is live life. Like I just think about it that way. Back to, uh, <laughs> I don't know why this is stuck in my head like forever. Do you remember like the days of MSN messenger or like, like, yes. like chatting online with friends? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I remember like I was in a group conversation, throwback to group conversations, but like with a few different people. And the question was kind of being passed around like, oh, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I think I was like 14. So I was looking ahead to be 24. 24. And in my mind at 14 or 15, whatever it was, I was like, oh, I'm going to be married to this person who's <laughs> in the group conversation. I'm going to have probably like two or three kids with this person in the group conversation. Oh my God. Uh, I'll probably live in a nice house. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to have this job. Da, 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 da. 
absolutely well, no Well, you're part coming up on that. 20 years since yeah, that. And exactly. Still no part and like, of that. It's a little bit different because I was 14 and maybe yeah, a little bit more immature at that point. But I, the idea is the exact same. It's like none of those things came true. And I am like, it's not necessarily like unhappy that they didn't or yeah, happy that they didn't. But you're just like, didn't. But it's just, it, it is what it was. And it's like, you're, <laughs> it's hard to plan out massive life events so, i think uh, going yeah it's great i i one of my iconic lines and this kind of goes into like but not planning your life out so much when i was in high school i told a boy you're the type of guy I date at like 27 <laughs> wait you said that when you were in high school i was like wait, what kind 16. of what kind of boy was that like a stable nice reliable guy <laughs> oh, you were looking for like a bad boy at, i uh, was not i was just <laughs> i was just not looking for at that time Coburg, ontario to be honest but like i literally i literally told him that and like the fact i said that i look back it's more it's mortifying it's mortifying <laughs> but it just goes to show like at that age when you think you have all this stuff figured out you think like my whole complex was I'm getting out of this town. See you later. I'm going to be bigger than all of you. But like I had such a complex of like, get me out of this like small town. Like the song mean by Taylor Swift. I found a tweet of mine from 2011 where I tweeted, I just really relate to the song mean by Taylor Swift. And yeah. like, that was the complex I carried. And then I went to university. It was in first year and like suddenly had this, like, I don't know. I just, I always call myself a wild child in first year university. Cause I think it was a, like, Cores were cut. I was away from home for the first time yeah. and I was a little bit of a wild child and then it kind of went away and I kind of wish it hadn't I wish I kept more of that spontaneity so like what I wanted to talk about was like you're so young so don't put too much pressure on yourself and also allow yourself to be like silly goofy spontaneous like like you have so many things to fall back on like I think about living in residence like you're already paid for it you're not like I don't know, like worrying about rent and taxes and all this stuff. Like there's so many things when you're, especially you're a student that you don't have to worry about yet, even though yeah. like it all feels so stressful that take advantage of like you have a summer off and you don't have a job yet. Okay. I've just packed away money from serving and I'm going to go like eat on $7 a day in Southeast Asia. Like I never did any of that because I was so like by the book making sure I just like, yeah. like got enough money to be able to pay off my student debt. Then I <clears throat> paid off my student debt and it was, that was great. But it's like, I don't have like memories to make up for it. So I wish I had have like kept more of that wild child like energy. I was watching this movie last night and it was kind of a cheesy movie, but it was pretty good. And I can't remember the name of it. Uh, but anyway, you watched it last night and you can't remember the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> Haley put it on and it was something about monsters and there's an apocalypse thing. There's okay. a guy from the maze runner was in it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but anyway, there was this line that I'm just, just like popped into my head from that thing. But it was basically, and I was like, oh, that's so true. Um, that making mistakes is actually how you probably grow. 100%. Right? Is that you can't just depend on trying to be safe all the time. Yeah. And we're not sitting here advocating to like go out and like do a bunch of drugs and like no, it's steal not that. something I'm from saying, a yeah, store. I'm saying, like, taking like take a chance or like take an opportunity, like maybe go live in another city or go I've, do things that like that's my, my like one I don't have regrets, but my one thing that I like have always been, and look, I'm only 26 and by the time this goes out, I'll be 27. My God, I'll be a whole different age ah. by the time this goes out. <laughs> I'll be 27 by the time this goes out. Like I look, I have a lot of life left. Who knows? Maybe like in a flash forward two years from now, I'm like living in London and doing whatever, who knows? But I, I, one thing I didn't do is like go live somewhere else. Do you still think you're like that? Like not, do you think you're playing it safe? I 100% I talk about it with my therapist all the time that I'm playing yeah. it safe and it's probably a shock to people from the outside perspective because they see like I do a lot of things yeah. but definitely I still play it safe playing it safe is also 
that's the other thing I'll say is that I get to have control is very relative to who you are for as an sure individual. and because that's playing it safe to like people who were doing a lot of drugs and drinking and all kinds of stuff that I was not doing in high school for example into university uh their version of playing it safe is a very different line than where I mine was yeah. but at the same time I'm the same we're like stepping over that line yeah is probably important and i would i i literally like the one thing i talk about therapists all the time is like that's maybe that's why i'm like preaching spontaneity to like people younger than me is like i i'm not a super spontaneous person like my spontaneity is like pre-planned spontaneity it's like i I have an empty time in my calendar i know that my friends are gonna message that night and be like oh let's go out like spontaneous but like i already know it's gonna happen just through like creatures of habit what is the fear of of that I don't know. I think it's just that I've always been so by the book. And so, I mean, there's, I, I do know some of them. There are like deep rooted fears, especially with like when I, I didn't grow up in a household that was consistent with money. So like, right. that's a factor for me. Um, I'm sure lots of people so would still wonder why I work essentially two full-time jobs and, but having stability is like really important to me. But yeah, like there are some times that I just wish I could like quit everything, like see you later, go and like live i don't know in another country for like a year and just like see what happens yeah which who's to say i might still do it one day but i just yeah i, I think i am still playing it safe a little bit i'm trying not like to a, i'm trying not to this but it's like a goodwill hunting moment it'll be like if sarah one day if izzy and i get to the studio and sarah one day doesn't show up and it's just like a we'll, we'll know <laughs> she's that she's gone driven off to- <laughs> and you'll be like yeah she's wicked smart <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly no I know but I just think that like allowing more spontaneity and all that in your life especially when you're in your 20s and like it's uh, there's just so much opportunity like life is so long so I just think yeah you should. and I'm saying that to myself too like I still am learning how to do that 100% and so that kind of leads into one of the other tips that I had that I think is something that I mean till this day I could still work on we even talked about this on the previous episode a little like touch on a little bit but like asking for what you want Mm-hmm. is is a big lesson that I think I probably could have started mm-hmm. learning in yeah, just 20s. communication in general yeah it's always and better like something as that's kind of been something in my head and progressed along throughout the years um when you're asking for what you want you really start to find out that the world is very accessible mm-hmm. the people that you want to work with or the friends that you want to make or the things you want to do are sometimes just like an email or phone call yep. or a dm on instagram away from happening in just sometimes it depends on the scale of what you're looking to do but sometimes you could start on a completely new path or open up a new opportunity by just taking that chance to send one little message i find that yeah accessibility is something that's totally out there especially in in kind of the world that we live in now mm-hmm. um and even though it seems like a massive undertaking sometimes to like make the decision to like put yourself out there mm-hmm. be a little bit vulnerable and ask for what you want the payoff for those situations is is huge that best advice my mom ever gave me and she used to say it like when i was like a teenager like all like always is you create your own opportunities in this world um and the only way that you're going to do that is if you actually go and ask for things and make them yourself i've talked about this briefly in other episodes but i think uh, I always had this misconception that like once I'd be like in my late 20s and I had the career I wanted and all this stuff I'd be like happy and confident and everything would be wonderful um, and that's n- not necessarily the case and I think the a big thing that you're sold is like this idea of happiness and success and confidence as destinations like all three of them are like a final destination like that's once you're successful you're always successful and then life's just good once you're happy or like any of the, a confident same thing 
and that's not the case they all ebb and flow you could be successful in your job a confident person and happy like generally most of the time but you're still gonna have stuff to deal with you're still gonna have those days that you don't and so once you learn to accept that it ebbs and flows uh, it makes life so much easier because I was also really hard on myself when I was in my early 20s and I just wish the amount of times I want to like go back and like shake my head and be like oh my god this isn't the end of the world or like you're gonna be fine like or allow yourself to like feel in those moments because it's just because you're sad when it doesn't mean that you're not going to be happy like I, I think that's a big misconception is that happiness and success and confidence all those are a destination as opposed to a journey for sure that's a good one I'm also a <laughs> if something's gone wrong I'm a, like jump to figuring out action about yeah I'm the same way action as items as opposed to necessarily like feeling those emotions yeah and then do you know what happens then you well, feel okay, them nine was, years later this was um, it's like <laughs> if anyone is listening is like has been thinking any little thought about trying therapy i would say do um, it the earlier you do it the better it maintenance even if you're like feeling pretty good right now maintenance is way better than than, uh trying to fix something it's the same as like like therapy is now the same idea it's like a it's like working on a muscle it's working on your brain right so it's like the same as like going to the gym paying for gym membership yeah and that's what i was gonna say exactly is like okay therapy is one thing you don't necessarily have to go to therapy but it's the idea of doing maintenance on yourself in every aspect and that can be exactly right like fitness fitness like (laughs) fitness you know what I mean like there are a ton of other ways that you can kind of focus on yourself and being comfortable with yourself um, as opposed to yeah letting it get too Um, hard like us (laughs) another thing I just will think about it like you're the youngest you're ever going to be in your life right now in this moment so why would you not take advantage of things now that will just set you up for the rest of your life for your long life because life is long remember that will make you a better person overall right so the younger you can start it I think the better also when you're in university there's a lot of free resources um, as a student specifically so take advantage of those I definitely did not and I wish I had of Um, the other thing I wanted to say (laughs) the other one that I wanted to bring up and I brought this up kind of in the last episode but uh this whole concept again that we're we're told that's like that's high school drama or that's like whatever there's drama in everyone's life all the time like that's not like like people are still people and we still have to get along with them and like whether it's in a work setting or friendships or whatever like the whole idea of like this is high school drama like this is so juvenile that that's it's not real like it 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 happens your entire life I think that was another thing is I thought like I would never have friendship drama ever again like after I left high school because you're learning but all high school is is you trying to figure out how to be a person and with all these other people and it doesn't change as you get older because everyone's on their different journeys and everyone's ebbing and flowing going at different times so you are unfortunately still gonna have to deal with drama and stress and friendships and breakups and all of those things that feel so massive in the moment but they are part of life and I just wish I had known that I would still have to go through those things into my 20s and 100%. 30s and whatever it just doesn't go away you're dealing with it's people it's humans like do it's just what happens do you ever have a thought I think about this all the time do I ever I have like, a thought no but, no but this thought I should say you ever this thought uh it's kind of it's kind of like a thought but okay. it's like okay. uh it's it was annoying the first time I had this realization, which was that adults uh-huh. uh, are just like they they are still who they were, who they were. No, one hundred percent. It doesn't like, change because you know we're I would say adults, right? Yeah, but like I would say. <laughs> No, but that's kind of the point. It's like there's no definitive crossing. That's a good point, though, because it's like another thing to remember is like there's not like one day where like in some cultures there are like certain cultural things. For sure. For sure. But like for most people, there's not like there's not like a day where suddenly you're 
seen as a woman versus a girl as yeah. an example or like you're seen as a man versus a boy like I don't even know when I started using the word woman to describe myself like I think it's maybe in the past year yeah. but prior to that I would call myself a girl and so it's like things like that like you don't it, it just also, happens yeah it was weird for me uh my older brother had a baby almost a year ago now mm -hmm. actually but like the transition of like and I know this is kind of just putting it on me as if it was just about me but it was just we're talking about identity and uh the addition of uncle with yeah. my name I was like whoa that kind of puts me now I'm in the middle generation yeah for uh, sure between parents and then now us that were kids and now wait we've been bumped up because yep. there's a new generation somehow uh it was just a very weird thinking and then I'm like but wait my brother and and my sister-in-law are like the same roughly the same age as me but they're parents now but then you realize they're the same people exactly so then, and then it I'm also like, makes oh, you no, realize like that your parents, parents are people and their parents <laughs> and their parents after yeah. that and the people before you it's just like oh man, but like that's I, another thing is like you just is you're right you, there's no like destination for adulthood you don't realize you're an adult one day like it's just it kind of just happens like slowly yeah. um and it's the same way with like my friends who have had kids my one of my best friends Libby like what, like the idea of her being pregnant was so crazy to me but like now that she like has max her son it's like i would have never it's like you forget who they were before that like not in the way that she's still the same person but like it's like oh it just makes sense like yeah she's always had max like that's just it just becomes part of it and you realize that when you really think it's gonna be this massive thing but not yeah actually. so bringing it back to like the advice to the 20s it's just like guess you know be aware of your kind of ever-evolving identity yeah. and the like you say life is long the process of that identity kind of shifting here and there and allow the it to shift too. don't be afraid of the shifting identity and how I think things are going to change a lot of like internal stress happens for me mm -hmm. is, is like the resistance to uh to, to change to the shakeups yeah but they're bound to happen as long as you set yourself up for success and knowing that it's going to happen listen to all this advice on this podcast listen to the older people like us <laughs> that uh Hopefully, or if you're the same age as us, everyone lives different life experiences are in different moments or in different eras of their life at any given time. So you just have to be willing to, like, look at Taylor Swift. She's got, like, 13 eras or whatever, right? So, like, all and they're all pretty different. good and wildly different. So if she can have multiple eras, you can After all that really serious talk about identity and being in your 20s and our life is so long and all of that stuff, we're going to bring it back to uh, the draft that we like to do because, you know, we just talked at you for a long time. So instead, we just want to have a fun little silly, goofy game. We want to be spontaneous, <laughs> um, play in spontaneity. And uh, we're going to do another draft. Jacob, do you want to tell the audience what our draft is this yeah, week? Yeah, we're doing male pop stars and I have turned my brightness down because Sarah's like kind of checking out my list over here as She's not to get true some, uh, at all trying to get some info we're drafting each can draft five top five top uh, five male correct. pop stars well, i didn't add that many onto my list so you better not Ooh, take them i should have I, I should have banked like tw 10 Ooh, okay we're gonna go back and forth here and rock paper scissors to see who starts gonna get three two oh one God. shoot yeah okay ready three two one shoot oh sarah went rock i went paper <clears throat> or sorry i went scissors single paper all right with the first overall pick, he is the king of pop currently. He is selling out stadiums. Oh wait, you thought I, I you thought I was gonna go He's with my number two. Oh really? So you're probably taking my number two as your number one. Uh, I'm going with Harry Styles. You have to. You have to. In the first overall spot, you have to. You have to. Harry's killing it, and then I have to take the kind of uh, 
the the I already wrote it down because I already know who you're taking Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously it was to gonna be Justin one Bieber. two, but granted, I'm still butthurt that Justin Bieber has not canceled his tour, just postponed it, so I don't get my Is that money still back happening? yet. Yeah, so Justin was never gonna get my first overall pick because I have a bone to you pick with beef. him. <laughs> I have beef with, with him. <laughs> okay, true. Okay, in my number three spot, I am going with the most. Actually, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. Oh, shake up. I hadn't really ranked these. Well, I kind of did. I think this defines as as. Sorry, fuck. I just changed my mind. Okay, in number three spot, I'm going with the most streamed spot. Of, uh, I'm going with the most streamed artist globally, and that's Ed Sheeran. Whoa, is Ed, he really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Shape of You. Are you joking? He's the most streamed artist. Okay, he is good. I have to throw it back a little bit. I need someone on my roster that uh, is a, is versatile, but also absolutely destroys the charts yeah. when he's releasing music but also uh has some cool collaborations as of late i'm going i'm going bruno mars okay he was on my list but he was far down but bruno mars is a good pick i think pick. i needed someone one like of my mars favorite my concerts i've ever been to was bruno mars he is he is like he's a performer yeah, yeah he's I mean? iconic um okay that's great my next selection this this encompasses my childhood screaming my face off at the Rogers Center at like 11 years old. I'm going Jonas Brothers. Oh. That counts because they're one group. I'll give you a they're trio. One, even they're though. one group. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to say had, that counts. I had, it's at the bottom of my list like 10, but I had Nick Jonas at the very bottom. So, you know what? Okay. We'll so, let it slide. Yeah. Their individual um, careers, not as much. I, don't, I, I hope you give me this one. He kind of crosses over into a few different genres, and mm-hmm. that was kind of how his career started off, is that there was a little contention about where he belongs, but he's kind of also defining his own path. And I want him on my roster. I'm going Lil Nas X. Wow, that's a good choice. Yeah, I like Lil Nas X. That's yeah. a good choice. And like super pop music now, I'd say. He's destroying, um, destroying music. Okay, one thing we've Maybe never right. clarified is do these people have to be alive? No, they don't. Then in my number four time, I'm taking Prince. No! (laughs) (laughs) Purple Rain, baby. Let's go. Oh, that's so... I honestly, when I need to... When I'm like in an emotional state, (laughs) I'll listen to the 18-minute long version of Purple Rain live at Syracuse. Oh, my God. That's very specific. I mean, he was on an episode of New Girl, so forever an icon. Yeah. Yeah. The party of Damn, that's who I was going to go next to. In my fourth spot. Okay. Um... Ooh, this is a tough one. This is tough. Okay, I need a little 1D representation myself. I'm going Nile. No, that was going to be my next. (laughs) No. Uh, His new album is so good. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I, in my last pick, I'm a little sad with myself that I didn't, it took this long to get some Canadian representation. He hasn't been touring in a while he's and I hope he comes back. He's dog. Yeah. He's <laughs> too busy going to cafe, forget me not, um, and walking his golden retriever. I'm going with Sean Mendes. In you have to. Sean was high on my list as well. That was going to be my next pick. Uh, if he didn't take him, it's good representation, but I feel good with Bieber on my list. The, yeah. The Canadians. So who's there. your last pick? Uh, I'm going international with this one. Well, almost all of yours have been international, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going really international. I'm going international, not just someone who uh, is kind of started as a creator and someone who has amazing interior design. Oh, I know who you're taking. Troy Sivan. Troy Sivan. Yeah, that's yeah. a good pick. Yeah. He's a little pop prince to you. That's a good selection. Yeah. I would The iconic scene of him singing 
with Taylor Swift and they're like strutting to the beat of the music during the 1989 world tour. You have to go look it up. It's I'm amazing. i see that. He was a special guest. Okay. Wow. Who, who do you have on your list? Okay. So team Sarah for male pop singers is Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran, Jonas Brothers, Prince, and Shawn Mendes. Oh, that's good. That's the a good, Prince, well-rounded the, team. The Prince one that kills you me. You thought a I bit. was too young and wasn't going to take it, didn't you? <laughs> well, I don't know. You don't know the 18-minute-long version of Purple Rain. It's a lot of circus. Mine, Team Jacob, is Bieber, Bruno Mars, Lil Nas X, Niall Horan, and Troy Sivan. That's these are two solid those teams. Are really good teams. I would listen to either of those teams. Yeah. Uh, let us know what we should draft next. And as always, if you have questions or anything you want to submit for a voicemail or what we should draft, you can send them to talkingfastshow at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at talkingfastshow. Thanks so much for listening or watching. Like every week, we're here every single Wednesday. We'll see you next time.